for pressing play on the real-time 3D in education podcast. My name is Mike Washburn. If I have any gripe about the way that we handle media in the West is that we have this perception that Africa and places in the east are just black holes of activity like nothing is happening there we don't get a lot of news on the amazing things that are happening in other places in the world especially in education this episode of the podcast is trying to change that a little bit we're meeting with Samia Chelby from Tunisia and man oh man is she inspiring um she's the director of an organization called africa metaverse tribe she's run a gaming curriculum boot camp she's helped launch a number of programs in dozens of countries training using unreal engine and creating video game prototypes around storytelling in Africa. I think you'll be really inspired by the work that she's doing. And I hope it gives you a glimpse into what is happening in places like Africa that aren't in fact black holes of education, but are spawning vibrant, exciting, passionate educator communities that are doing incredible things. So when we come back, Sammy Achelby. Welcome to the podcast, Sammy Achelby. Thank you. Thank you for Epi Games. Thank you, Mike. Awesome. So... To get started, Samuel, what I would love to know from you is your background. I'd love to understand um, what brought you to using Unreal Engine. Um, you know, how did you become interested in using uh, real-time 3D tools um, to, to teach students and for game design? Yes, thank you for uh, these questions. It's really the 3D real time. It's a very uh, real adventure for uh, uh, for me, my team, and all the community, the African community. Let me introduce, uh, introduce uh, myself. Uh, as you said, I am Samia Shelby. My principal job, I am university researcher in computing science and uh, creative technologies. I dedicated uh, my academic uh, research to social and open innovation uh, around uh, talents uh, for a so, uh, socioeconomic impact on the African ecosystem for growth and sustainability. This is what I am doing. And this is uh, this academic research plunged me in this uh, entrepreneurial uh, adventure. I found the 3D Net Info uh, since uh, 1999. It's a really, it's not just a school, but it is my research laboratory because I believed in these jobs that merge between the creativity and the tech. And this is what I am doing in 3D Net Info. It's not just 
a school, but I believed in this kind of jobs. That means the jobs based on 3D. And um, I will explain why 3D, why 3D, 3D pre-computed 3D and after 3D real time, because uh, since 1999, uh, even uh, 3D pre-computed, it's an innovation. It's an innovation in our continent. And why I believed in 3D? Uh, because, you know, in uh, Africa, we don't have uh, really industry for film or uh, for this kind of industry. That means the creative industry. We don't have infrastructure that uh, and uh, we don't have budget and uh, resources, financial resources and uh, funding to help those talents to concretize their ideas. Because, you know, uh, the African uh, talents, they have um, a lot, they have a potential, they have a lot of ideas. And as you know, African continent uh, has a lot of cultural heritage, a lot of richness. And uh, with 3D, I believe that uh, with 3D, uh, uh, if uh, uh, with the sample laptop, uh, those talents, they can concretize their ideas. As you know, uh, 3D pre-computed presents as uh, some few constraints, even uh, almost uh, that um, the, those constraints related to the hardware, to, to the hardware, and we can democratize this kind of technology. In the 2011, we took the decision to launch the 3D real-time program to democratize and to give those African talents the possibility and the opportunity to create uh, to create their idea, to create their project. And since, to, because we started with other engines, like uh, I, 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 I don't uh, 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 um, uh, talk about those engine, uh, real-time engine, but uh, in uh, 2015, we decided to integrate uh, uh, to integrate uh, uh, Ariel Engine as a platform for uh, for two reasons. The first one that it is free of charge for education and also for emerging startups. Also, okay. And the second, because of the spectre of the large uh, sectors that can Ariel Engine. Uh, 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 reach. That means uh, we can produce with Ariel uh, Engine. We can produce if you are a filmmaker, we can use Ariel Engine. If you are architect, also in video game, in uh, animation, in advertising, in fashion design, all those these specters of uh, sector are uh, integrated in Ariel Engine. It's amazing. You brought up a really interesting point that I've actually talked about on other podcasts as well that I've I've done, and that's generally just about capacity. So the idea that, in my mind anyways, there are hundreds of thousands, millions of amazing stories that could be told um, from the African perspective um using video games and we're just starting to see um communities pop up 
um, that are really telling some of these deep, meaningful stories. Um, but it seems to me that one of the larger problems with doing that in Africa is is capacity, is bandwidth, is is the the training and the knowledge and the uh, maybe even the hardware. I, I I'd love to get some insight from you into some of the challenges you're facing when it comes to equipping people to go out there and, and tell these stories using interactive 3D and game design? Yes, uh, thank you for these uh, questions. Uh, and uh, I will, um, uh, as you know, um, we can't be in this kind of innovation and not uh, going to the community and uh, try to co-construct with the community. And this is our main role because we understand that uh, uh, in our in in, in, uh, in the continent, when we have a lack of uh, resources, of funding, of uh, training, of uh, and other programs that uh, support uh, young talents to go ahead and to concretize to concretize their 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 dream and their project. Uh, so we worked, uh, we approached, uh, we worked closer to Epigaze and, uh, and um, uh, we, uh, we discovered the program Epigames Mega Grant recipients. And this is, and we, we told uh, the, all our community, we tried to work together to, uh, to, to approach uh, Epigames Mega Grants and to present programs to build to go with the community, for the community. Because as you said, uh, Africa, we have a huge amount of cultural heritage and story to tell to the world, okay? And by the other hand, we have talents. We have talents, young talents that, have, that are passionate by this kind of technology. These two uh, elements pushed us uh, uh, me, uh, my team, all our partners, to uh, to, to manage and to uh, take this uh, initiative and the first initiative in uh, uh, 2020, uh, which is African Game Dev. African Game Dev is uh, the program, the first program uh, that we um, uh, uh, that, that we um, uh, try to uh, to work it with Epic uh, Mega Grants, and this program it's uh, uh, to help the African uh, game dev community to be trained to Unreal Engine to deliver training for free, and we delivered in uh, for three hundred uh, talents in uh, ten. African countries and not just train them, but this is the first phase. The first phase is to train them around Ariel and Jai. And this program helped us also to train the trainers also, because we need for sustainability of this program, we, we have double objectives, double goals. That means we train the trainers and we train talent also. But the main impor important phase is the second phase is to produce prototype uh, of video game around a story, the storytelling, uh, African storytelling. And uh, this is uh, already 
we learned a lot from this experience and from this program because we worked in our model we worked with our local partners in africa we didn't go to the sub-saharan africa or north africa directly because we believe in the co-creation and the, the co-construction with the local we are african yes but there is a difference between the ecosystem tunisian ecosystem the north africa ecosystem and also the sub-saharan uh, africa ecosystem in each country we believe that uh, each country has uh, its own uh, specificities and its own constraints and its own uh, also uh, potential and we try to co-construct uh, together uh, so we learned a lot in terms of management in terms of um, uh, the talent that we discovered a lot and if um, i can tell uh, african game dev, uh, game, game dev in numbers it is uh, 10 african countries 300 talent trained three training sessions and the 20 coaching sessions and also we believe that we should also highlight all this via events events when we try to promote and to bring also the international uh, ecosystem to highlight this uh, potential and actually on our website africangamedev.com you will find 12 prototype of gaming produced okay we can go and we can see those 12 prototypes of uh, of gaming uh, producers and uh, there is one okay there is one of uh, the best one and not uh, the only one it's kurta content from uh, kenya who uh, who, uh, who is uh, which is selected by the european program of co-production which is supported by ubisoft and those are our indicators of measurement of uh, of uh, of uh, success of program and uh, when we think a program we think uh, sustainability of our activities it's not just to have a fund from epic mega grants recipients but we it's a challenge for us as uh, net info and all the network around net info uh, and uh, mostly our local partners this is what we have done in African Game Dev, and uh, it's a really a great experience for us, and we learned a lot from this experience, from this program. That's amazing. And, and I'd love to actually dive deeper into that. What, one of the things that I thought of uh, as you were talking about this amazing program is how in the West, we tend to talk about Africa in the abstract, you know, too much for sure that it's you know we refer to it as you know the whole continent and obviously just like even in canada canada is a big place that's where i'm from and western canada and ontario and eastern canada are three pretty different places just in canada and africa's uh, a massive landmass with massive differences between you know, you're talking about Northern Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa and, you know, South Africa and Egypt and, 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 um, and all of these other countries are incredibly different. And you're working really hard to bring on stakeholders and partners 
from all these different places. So I, I, I actually think that you have some really great knowledge and experience that you could teach us about how you appeal to local partners and local stakeholders to get them engaged. Because to be fair, I mean, real-time 3D to some people might as well be, you know, a mission to Mars. It's It feels so out there in terms of what you can do. I mean, we, we talk about game design a lot, I, I guess. But, you know, the broader scope of real-time 3d as you know i'm sure is is much larger than that it's it's about so many other things and so explaining that to local african potential partners and stakeholders that you can collaborate with must be an interesting challenge and i'd love for you to kind of talk about how you got people on board how you convinced them that this was something that they should be involved in put even put money into or invest time in um and 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 what the outcomes you're promising could potentially be i'd love to hear a little bit more about that yes um when uh, yes it's a good i find this is a good questions and you know we are not just a school but in uh, 2004 we uh, launched an organization non-profit organization Tunisian Organization of Creative Technology. And we started uh, uh, to organize a festival workshop for free to learn for, uh, more from the community, from all the ecosystem. Because we understand uh, at early stage that we can't do innovation uh, in being in, uh, in, in just when working uh, in the school, but we should go and share all what we are doing world ecosystem and promote those jobs and while when we're working with uh, uh, with the ecosystem we um, we are in front of uh, some few barriers barriers that related to the mindset barriers to related to the fund the barriers to the to the to the law a lot of barriers and uh, we uh, we learned from we we have done a lot of fails and we learned from our fails okay and in 2015 we told ourselves that we can't we should find a manner how we balance between our private school which is 100% business and our social activities and uh, we founded the concept of living lab the concept of living lab it's uh, around social and open innovation and user centers and uh, we said yes we found the good methodologies the good how we can organize all this work and how we should we we must find a method to work with all uh, stakeholders and how we can co-create uh, with all those stakeholders, public, private, organization, citizens, talents, all those uh, stakeholders. And uh, we, uh, we learned a lot from this concept of Living Lab and we learned how we can manage around 3D and or, uh, now 
3D real time, how we can manage 40 projects, public, private, people partnership, and how we can co-create projects. And this is our strength in this in this network. Because since the, this date, we learned a lot from this network of Living Lab. And actually, we are the unique Living Lab certified by the European Network of Living Labs in Africa. And this is, I think, we can't do this kind of, um, we can't, we, we, we can't um, uh, uh, do this kind of activity, you can't be in this innovation and not be in this network and have methodology and have the good processes to well manage this kind of project. Because we should activate mindset, culture of each country and not just uh, uh, the 3D and the technical side and the tools and what we are uh, training our students. By the second hand and the second, um, uh, that uh, actually in, in those programs, certainly the first program with EPIC Mega Grants, which is African Game Dev, rich African Dev uh, community. Actually, with the African uh, Metaverse Tribe, we addressed all the African uh, uh, creators, content creators. That means all fields, the main important things that the, that the talent has the potential, has a portfolio to show, has a passion. Because all what we are uh, managing, actually, it's around the passion, it's around the vision. The, the talent should have a vision, should have a passion, and we are here to help those talents to go ahead and to achieve their goals. This is what we are, uh, how we are, uh, we can co-create with all those uh, stakeholders. Uh, I can say that uh, actually NetInfo, uh, with uh, the organization and with the Living Lab and all what we are doing and those programs, African Game Dev, Africa Metaverse Tribe, have a model to export. And we are learning from each other. We are in a network that all partners are, certainly we are transferring our, our knowledge, our expertise, but we are learning from our partners uh, to find the good model and uh, to work with agile methods with agile we are managing with agile method uh, what all what we are doing it's incredible and it's amazing to me how long you've been doing this like you're you're in in north america we're just starting in some ways to 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 see you know, large scale adoption of 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 real time three D usage. Um, it's it's been it's been a lot. It's been pretty niche. And I mean, you you've said two thousand and four. You've been working on some of these things in two thousand eleven. It's incredible. But what I would love for you to do now is step into the future for me a little bit, and I'm really interested in your perspective on where you think the adoption and use of real-time 3D tools will be in, let's say, five to seven years from now. Where do you think Africa... I, I don't know if you want to talk about um, Tunisia directly, 
uh, or you know you are working in many other countries. Where do you think your community is going to be in five to seven years? Um, what do you think the potential is um, for real-time 3D? Yes, uh, I, I will tell you more because the program African Universe Tribe started in June and the academy will start in, uh, in September. We are in, and this is... Uh, we are seeing uh, with the metaverse is the future. If, if the future uh, for the world is uh, really a revolution, and we uh, and uh, uh, we try uh, to propose to our community uh, a program that help them, uh, that, that prepare them to those jobs and uh, of the future. Uh, so Africa metaverse, uh, if I said, and I will. Uh, uh, answer to your uh, question, it's uh, the continuity of African Af African game dev. It's uh, uh, really to co-build a sustainable African ecosystem of culture, creative industry. We are not talking just about video game, but about an industry. Because we believe that, uh, that, uh, that with, this, uh, with this industry, we can impact uh, the, 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 the economic, we can, uh, we, can, we can find our balance in terms of uh, uh, social and uh, uh, socio-economic, okay? And this is, it's very, very important. And in our African, uh, uh, Africa Metaverse tribe, we have two continents. And, and, and the African game dev, we think around academy just. But we learned from this program and we said ourselves after evaluation, we should add another component with the think tank. In the Africa Metaverse tribe, we have the academy, which is supported by EPIC Mega Grant recipient, but we have also the think tank. And to think together the roadmap, the roadmap with our uh, international partners from the north, and uh, the, the roadmap of the uh, Africa uh, Africa metaverse, the vision, because it's very it's very important to prepare talents in the academy, but to prepare the terrain also for those talents to implement and to create their projects. Actually, African uh, Africa metaverse academy, it's we have uh, uh, more than one thousand talents registered and 20 participating country, African country. And it, it will be the academy around 28 weeks of training and coaching for the production of Metaverse uh, prototype. And this is, we consider this, it's uh, one of our program of the future. We are preparing our community for the future. So in the, in the five or seven years, uh, the future, I am going, I am going to lie if I tell you that we can make a relevant future prediction, okay? Uh, but we can confirm that the future of the world is in the 3D real time via the metaverse revolution. Uh, we, we are seeing actually, and we are living a, a, a real revolution with the metaverse. So we are very optimistic about the, the community of talents, of African talents around our projects. In terms of employability, business creation, and the creation of richness for our continent. 
this is very 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 important why we are helping those talents and we try to to deliver this kind of program and in the future we are seeing so many projects to connect africa to the world this is our main we want to connect because with the metaverse with all those uh, this revolution with all uh, with uh, with the, the, the concept of the decentralized that means the africa is the good moment for the talents we don't have regulator we don't have intermediary that means with those this new version and those new technology uh, africa can be connected to uh, the world and we can highlight they can highlight the richness of our african human and culture heritage this is our connect africa and highlight the richness of uh, african human resources talents and culture heritage amazing uh you're doing amazing work and and you've been doing it for so long and you have such great experiences to share this has been an awesome conversation. I, I've loved listening to all the amazing work that you're doing. Semya Chalbi, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Uh, thank you for Epic Games and for Epic Games Mega, uh, Mega Grant Solicitude. Thank you.